Hey everyone, this was a super hey. fun episode. I feel yes, like I say that every time, very ingenuous, ingenuously. Yeah. But I actually, we're like on a press circuit for each episode. Like, I know, yes, right? this was a lot of fun. I just you don't know. know. I loved the director. I just don't know how to start these intros. So, anyways, it was a really yeah. fun episode. Um, yeah, we had a good time. And Mathis is gonna go into it. Yeah, so we talk at first about uh, this emoji Bible translation that's going oh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to happen. I already forgot. That somebody's been working on. I know. I did too. I, I remembered it right before we started the intro. Oh, praise be! But um, do the praise hands emoji. <laughs> yeah. Ex- oh my God. Good joke. I was about to make one, but it Thank wasn't going to be that good. So good job. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't heard about it, there is an emoji translation being done of the Bible, and we weigh in with our thoughts. That was a lot of fun. Can you guess what uh, our thoughts are? Keep going. <laughs> they know what you thought. Um, and then we talk about YouTube for a, a large chunk of time. We talk a little bit about how YouTube has changed, how what we're looking for in YouTube has um, changed, where we're going from YouTube. We both have a lot of affection uh, for YouTube, and we bonded over YouTube. YouTube is like a huge part of um, our comedy, a huge part of our cultural yeah. uh, enjoyment. Uh, and then, yeah, we talk a little bit about how, like, the different YouTubers that we watch, yeah, and what we look for on YouTube right now. And then we finished, we finished the show with this juicy, do animals have souls topic, and it went in a surprising direction that neither of us yeah. expected, and that was, was, a, was lot a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> it gets real funny. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so that's what we were talking about. Yeah, so if you guys want to get in the conversation, you can email us at hellonadu, H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-U at gmail.com. You can uh, tweet at us at hellonadu. You could rate and subscribe on iTunes. Maybe write a little fun review for us. That'd be cool. Maybe Um, you rate us as well. I don't know. Yeah, you know, whatever you're feeling. And do Um, what you feel, yeah. Yeah, you do you. Um, And that's about it. Hope you guys uh, enjoy. And Yes. Enjoy. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, everyone. Hey. What's cracking? Good. You know what's cracking. Wait, what's the <laughs> phrase? Uh, oh, what's cooking? Good looking. I was said, what's cracking? Good looking. <laughs> you could have gone with what's cracking lacking, which has never made sense to me in my entire life. That's why I didn't say it, because it would be wrong. <laughs> it would be wrong to make no sense. <laughs> exactly. I never make no sense. I never, ever did make no. Okay. So, hey. I've never done that. No. Hey. How you uh, doing? Mathis, I'm doing good. How are you? You know what's really exciting? What's exciting? This episode is going to come out while you're in New Zealand as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Guys, I'm still there. (laughs) (laughs) And hopefully I'm not dead. He is living it up right now. If I'm dead, then you guys get me for a whole nother episode, so live it up. Wow. What a service to humanity, Mr. John over here I'm is. I'm a giver, okay? I am a he is giver. A giver. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first off, 
We got a tweet about this crazy oh, yes. new thing. I'm sure everyone's been hearing about it lately oh, because we're a little that. behind on this news. But apparently, somebody is translating the whole Bible, the whole dang Bible, into emojis. Uh, I don't think that it's the entire... I don't think it's all of the words because I don't think that's possible. But in, at any point where, at least from the passages that I've seen, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said, but from the passages I've seen in the emoji language, uh, all the keywords have been replaced, I believe. Uh, so someone tweeted that at us. Uh, can't remember how to say your name. Cage? I think it's Cage. Ka- Cage. Kaj? We'll see. Um <laughs> We'll see when we get angry. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find out in some way. Yeah. When there's a burning bag like... of poop on our doorstep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry for pronouncing your name wrong if I did, sir. Thank you for this uh, interesting topic. Um, pop it... culture and spiritual. It's perfect. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Let's just end it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this makes me so... Actually, I don't know how... It... I'm not angry. I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why well i guess i am a little peeved and here's the reason me and the bible have our i have our issues we do the main issue that i have with the bible is that if we're going to look at the bible as this um you know um spiritual text then we have to look at it from its original language and the original language was you know hebrew and greek and so i already have a problem with the fact that we translate it into english and we translate it into our own words and that you know greek and hebrew have words that we don't have english words for and so therefore it kind of distorts the true meaning of some not all but some of the passages and i think that's where a lot of the issues come um and so to put it into (laughs) emojis when you can't even text an emoji without someone thinking it's a different thing than what you want to say. This is how true. Are we supposed to, <laughs> how are we supposed to portray God's word with an em- emoji? And you know that now people are going to be like, it said in the Bible, there was the salsa girl. She was dancing. It's wrong. They are John. Stop. They are not. I'm, they will. You girl, no. girl you wait. <laughs> they will not you do that wait. in serious tone. Okay. Let's make a bet on it right now. But if, why? If can someone just tell me why this is? A, why is it? If it's for a joke, then that's fine. I get it. I mean, do you think that somebody makes a joke out of like translating the entire Bible as emojis? Like, that, how can that you is not, not a joke. think of this as a joke? This but has like, to be a joke. You Who's think the he's audience? Just laughing to himself, making it the whole time. Who's the audience? I don't know. I think it maybe it's some sort of like experiment to see if if. Every meeting, if every meaning is lost in the text. Well, they should have tried it with a different book than the most controversial book that we have. You know what I mean? Well, in defense of them, if you're going to do this, why not do like Pride and Prejudice? The most controversial book of all time. I disagree. You know, should do. I'm playing devil's advocate. I think that this book is a ridiculous idea. Maze Runner. Um, Well, I think it has to be something. From what I understand, looking at their Twitter page, it has to be something that is uh, motivational or inspirational or spiritual. So okay, maybe not do the Bible, the Bible per se, but... I'm sorry, just don't do the Bible. Although, I did just have a thought. At least with um, pictures and not words, 
you kind of have to take it one way, you know? Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I just keep contradicting myself because some of those yeah, smiley faces. I was going to say, wait a minute. It's like there's yeah. teary ones and you're like, are you sad? Are you sweating? Jesus, how are we yeah, supposed to exactly. know? Yeah, exactly. Like when Judas, exactly. when Judas comes up and kisses you, are you sad? Are you sweating? Is that hot there? <laughs> you know? You know what's hot there. They just live in the desert. In hail. <laughs> they live in hail. But how do you feel about um, Amethyst? Well, at first I was just like, I guess it irked me at first, but then I was like, what do I really care? Like, I can't right. just be upset by somebody's actions. You know, I was like, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, I do feel like they, <laughs> I do feel like they, they chose the Bible because nobody would be talking about this experiment or this translation if it was any other book. Nobody I, would care. I think they would though. And. Because this is the first of its kind. We don't I know think that. It w- do you know of another emoji book? No, I don't, but I also know that I don't know. You Is know Catcher I mean? in the Rye an emoji? That doesn't sound possible, just based on everything I know about Where the Red Fern Grows? Is that an emoji? No, but you could. Girl, you right. There's enough flower emojis and dog emojis to do it. That's true. Wow. You're right. This is a good idea. Here's I take everything back. <laughs> this is shush. the best idea. No, shush. I said that I said also why. Like why? Why in the world? Um but here's something cool I thought of. Uh if you just took all of Jesus's spoken language from the Bible and you turned it into a Twitter feed and it was like uh different emoji things uh, all from Jesus's quotes, and they looked like text messages. It would be very humanizing to Christ, and I was like, that would be a really cool idea. Not so much of like a, not so much of a like this is the word, but like this is how Jesus would text, sort of thing. I don't know. I don't. It's not like I would ever seek that out, but the idea of it kind of fascinated me. Like it's not like I am looking for anything like that. But I feel like that's something that would be really popular, like in the Twitter sphere. You know, people just like, oh yeah, famous Jesus quote with emojis in it. Like if Jesus were living today, he would send that text to somebody, sort of thing. Uh huh. All right. Well, I am the only person in slight favor of anything to do with this, and I mean slight right. people. <laughs> Mathis pre-ordered it, everyone. He pre-ordered the Bible. <laughs> that book's going to be like a 20th of the size. You know that. There's going right. to be so much cut out of it. I I will read Leviticus and see what that's like. I'm sure that's going to be golden. I'm going to skip Leviticus because of Leviticus. Well, I usually skip Leviticus, <laughs> but uh, Don't now we that's going to have pretty pictures. Okay. <laughs> okay, buddy. You just okay. take a nap now. Yeah, yeah. Good night. <laughs> I don't think you're doing I don't think you're doing too well. <laughs> Are you well okay? I'm not, John. Are you okay? <laughs> oh my goodness, wait, what's that from? Oh, what? scary movie three. I, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> get, get out. I'm sorry. Get out of my face. I know. I know. Don't worry. Good. I know. Uh, so final verdict, I, I'm still on the web, the why page. Like I don't yeah. know why, but that was something cool that I thought of once. Um, a, you're personally offended per usual. <laughs> yeah. 
John's they offended, everyone. They have attacked everyone. your livelihood. <laughs> they did it to spite me personally. <laughs> that is why they, they made it. They didn't just do it to me. They did it to God. <laughs> <laughs> to the Lord. Anyways, let's move <laughs> on. Yes. So, the next topic is something that we've wanted to talk about for a really long time because we both love it and it is like yeah we love in it it is a um uh what was i gonna say oh it is sort of like a podcast i would say in the sense that we are it is a a medium that has sort of transformed entertainment in yes. massive ways oh yeah uh and dos s youtube so yes we are going yes, to queen <laughs> we're gonna have to talk youtube language yes, yes. yes queen yeah exactly we just talk like youtube commenters well this YouTube, would become the most incoherent we, we didn't really talk about this but youtube kind of brought us together a little bit i mean that was did one it? of the f- oh it well, did i mean yeah. that was one of the first inside like we we had all of our inside jokes with different youtube videos that we watched together it wasn't the thing that brought us together but it was the thing that you know laid some cement on our uh, brick house that we made of our friendship you could definitely translate that passage in emojis that you just said. You ain't wrong. You ain't not wrong. <laughs> but why? But that is why? the better question. Um, yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. It has it has definitely influenced us uh, us bonding really quickly. And spiritually. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you want to go with this? Maybe you should start. I don't know. I think... For me, I wanted. I thought we could, it would be fun to talk about who we watch on YouTube, maybe why we watch yeah. them, because I watch a, yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, and I think our I, um, our YouTube viewing is very different. I think. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, well, for one, uh, my life has changed a lot, and YouTube has changed a lot. So, like. I don't use it like how I used to use it, but it is really fascinating to just see everything that it's become. Like I remember, yeah, I remember being in like seventh or eighth grade and being at this overnight party, and we were watching um, YouTube, and we probably just watched YouTube for like six hours, like from like midnight to six a.m. We were so watching good. cat videos or and shoes and other people like muffins, exactly. Exactly. We're talking like early YouTube stuff here. Yeah. Um and and at that Tourette's point in guy? time it was Did you watch Tourette's <laughs> it guy? It was Of course I did. Of course I did. I found a new love for it when I discovered your love for it though and you enjoyed quoting it and showing it to me <laughs> and everyone else that you know. So, yes, I do know Tourette's guy. I have to rewatch that. Uh <laughs> Um but at that point in time, it was just the funniest, goofiest, weirdest videos just uploaded by whoever. And it's just this hodgepodge collection of just the most the most uh, interesting or weird things uh, people had captured. Yeah. Uh, and now, like any in, like any platform like that, it it is so monetized and people have made careers out oh of it. Oh, my and people goodness, have made, yeah. They make millions and people have made, yeah, yeah, they're making millions and, and it's turned into its own, its own television network in a sense, you know, it's its own, 
it's its own Netflix while holding on to some of that just um, holding on to that like anybody can get into it like anybody can yes can create on it um, you can fi- you can still find popular things from people who um, who are not famous you know so it still mm-hmm. it still holds on to that area it still holds on to that like I want to say gorilla but um it's not um that's I know like a filmmaking mean. term you know what I mean no, I know what so, you meant but um yeah so uh but but until not until recently but a few years ago I watched a lot of vloggers and I watched a lot of like I followed a lot of um just a lot of people's stories and things like that. I don't do it so much anymore. Why do you think it is that, time. like, we can watch just people's... I, f- I do find it interesting that, like, even I, like, watch people just vlogging their life. And sometimes it's not even interesting. Yet I watch it. Like, why do you think that is? Well, I think that despite how interesting it is, you are constantly enjoying life with that person. And That's true. On. Honestly, blogs changed everything. Blogs made made podcasts happen. Blogs made um, video blogs happen. Like it is, it is the public diary, and it doesn't it doesn't so much matter what. Uh, I mean, it does matter what you do, but but it's it's just one layer to it. Like I used to watch a lot of Film Riot, right? And I think yeah. you knew that. Yes. Um, and they talk filmmaking. Uh, the the entire time they're talking about different things to do with filmmaking, different things that they're making, uh, different concepts, different theories. But the main reason that I continued to check in was because they would get into, they would do these skits or they would do banter in the middle of their shows or they would just talk about things that they loved and or they would do Q&As. And it was just stuff that like you were getting to know them so well. And, and I was like, I just keep watching it because I enjoy these people. Um, so that's interesting. I think that, that all that just to say, like, it is, it is like one part content and then another part just character, you know? Right. It's, it's the people. You're oddly friends with them, even though they don't know you. Yeah. Which it's, it's like a, it's like another, uh, totem, totem head down on the pole from like a movie star you know right yeah like, we have the same fascination and the same feelings yes. towards movie stars yep it definitely becomes but like it's, that it's a little different yeah and little when bit. people meet uh when people meet like famous youtubers it's it's so much harder than meeting a famous movie star like i can meet tom cruise and if he doesn't care about me it's like ah, eh, well it's tom cruise yes but YouTube still has that grassroots feeling that I was talking about. Where you'd so like, be personally you offended. Them, yeah, you're like, wait, but but you're just a YouTuber. You know but what we're I mean? Friends. It's like, yeah, <laughs> right. I like your videos. Like, I am I am communicating with your content. You answered my questions on your show. You've responded to me in the comment section. Like, there's an interaction there that makes it feel so close. Yeah, it's almost a little scary. Um. For for who? For the watchers or the givers? The givers, the YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because they don't quite know the level of fame they have until they 
I mean, they have like their their VidCon um, where they meet all of their people, but I mean, you really don't know the um, the range of your of how famous you are, and that's uh, that's scary to me. Right. I mean, and you I know th- how I many think subscribers now, you have. But. Exactly. I think now, like, there is sort of feelings and situations for those numbers, but I can't even imagine, yeah. like. For example, when Smosh became a big thing, they were probably just like, what is happening, you know? Seriously. They, they were one of the first people to really adopt this like this evolution of well, it's not just it's not just funny things, like we can do reoccurring things, like we can become personalities for this platform. I think Smosh has been going on for 7 a long time. 7 of YouTube's like 8 years or something like that. Yeah. It'll be interesting um, to see where it evolves in the future. Yeah, I, I'm i wondering um, if it's dying. Like, I wonder if it's going out the door the same way that Facebook's going out the door. I, maybe. I mean, I don't think Facebook's out the door yet, but... It's not, but it feels like... It feels like people are drifting into other platforms for things that they want to do, you know? Sure. Yeah, or it'll be you interesting. could even just look at your threads and just uh, you could see like when you get into any of your apps, what where do you find the most fulfillment? Your Facebook app or your Facebook page, your Twitter page, your Instagram or yeah, your Instagram page, your Snapchat page. I feel I feel more fulfilled on all of those pages above Facebook now. Oh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the next uh, new platform is. That is YouTube level. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like YouTube is a different platform than, say, Twitter or Facebook. Because YouTube, you're actually putting it content is. on. Whereas Facebook and Twitter, you're more just um, keeping people updated on your life. Um, and I thought Periscope for a while was going to be the new thing. But I don't think... That's what I think. I I, I don't think it's going to get any more than it is currently. Like I, unfortunately, I think it's topped. I guess um, I'm I'm being really optimistic uh because i think periscope is just super mundane right now and everybody is just trying to figure out how we work with it you know yeah okay maybe it just hasn't found its groove yet do that's that's where i think it's at yeah i could see because i think live Um, live feeds are the new thing look how often live feeds show up on everything now but here i think but Periscope has made it now where I think you can view the videos more than just the 24 hours. You can, but, um, so really it's not, there's a certain appeal. There's a certain appeal still to being like, this was live. Like I did this live. You're seeing, you're seeing it exactly how it happened. People. That's true. Love that. That may be the next thing. You're right. I I think so because, uh, Facebook has done is doing live stuff now. Twitter, Uh, you know, Periscope owns Twitter or no, Twitter owns Periscope. So like <laughs> Periscope uh, is like showing up on people's Twitter feeds. Like I am live yeah. right now. I, I think it could be, I'm not going to say that it definitely is, but I can, I get the feeling it has the most that potential. something will replace YouTube. It does. Yeah. Although whatever replaces um, YouTube, it will never become as big as YouTube. Like YouTube might no. fade out. But nothing will ever will ever be what YouTube has been. YouTube no. literally changed media. Totally. It's pretty amazing to think about. 
So um, who do you watch on YouTube currently? Now it's now it's kind of boring. Um, it's basically like boring to the outsider's perspective. Um, it's all filmic, so that's kind of I, how you've I always watched... been on YouTube, though. Even in college, yeah, you watched a lot been... of film thing. It has been, but like in college, I followed a few people who were not film related. Now it is like now it's like um, they post they post. Uh, so semi-frequently enough that I can keep up with it. And second off, I just, I don't think that the vlog culture has been like what I've been looking for lately. So I've like, yeah, I've just gone like, I just want full informational. So it's sort of like me watching TV now. Uh, but who I watch would be, I still will check in sometimes with how I should have ended because mm. they're, they're great. They always make really great jokes. That being said, I can't, you know, I don't think people can just jump into that now. There are so many inside jokes. Oh, really? That every I time I, I don't yeah. watch it anymore. Yeah. I I check in very very rarely. Um So that that would be one of them, but every time I watch it, I I think about like that's an inside joke from 20, you know, 20 episodes ago. No one's going to get that. Um but who do and you then, watch? Okay. Yeah, and then it would be um uh I watch a few different video essay things. So like Every Frame of Painting is a great oh. uh film video essay. They talk about really interesting topics. I've never heard of like, that. Like uh Yeah, I think it's I think it's somebody who collaborates with Slash Film does Ooh. it. I'm trying to remember. Uh but I watch that um and then two that I watch everything of would be Belated Media and The Nerd Rider. Right. So Belated Media is this guy named Michael who who is named Belated Media because he puts up content way after it's relevant. But it's usually because he's Hashtag belated. Really, yeah. <laughs> usually it's because he's just really uh, busy, but also he's like making really ins- insightful things. Uh and I like him a lot because as I've continued to watch him, uh, this comes back to that whole like content versus uh, character thing. Um, as I've continued to watch him, I've realized I really like the person he is, not just the things he says. I think he says brilliant things, but right. like I've this see this is perfect. I've like talked to him in live things, you know, like I have. Um, he's hold held like Q and A sessions, and I've been like. Uh, sending in questions and he's answered them. So this comes into that whole YouTube culture thing we were talking about. Mm-hmm. He's held competitions and I have like submitted to them. Um, it's just this very like, uh, he, he to me like really epitomizes YouTube right now. Yeah. And then the other guy, which we've totally talked about on we the both podcast like before and yeah. I don't need, yeah, th- I don't need to really say too much about him, but it would be so he's amazing. the nerd writer. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. The, so it's the Nerd Rider, and the Nerd Rider is a lot like watching television. Like, if I'm looking for it's, a really um, great program, I'd put on one of his episodes. You it's know, such like, it's that high quality. Like, I was just watching his yeah. new one today, and just like yeah, the, the music, the graphics. I mean, he spends a lot of time on them, and you can tell because it's so high quality, and the content yeah. 
is just it's something that you don't find on YouTube. It's not like very surface level. It's very in depth and it's on topics yeah. that you would not even think about, honestly. It's so it's so good for you. Like it just pushes you into a different thing that you would never learn about. And he does it all so quick, you know? It's just like He's very well spoken. Wow, I never he yeah, explains it all very you well. You never get bored watching it, you know? Mathis emailed him asking him on the podcast. He has not responded. So, John, we're not going to talk about that. I'm just saying, maybe he'll listen and be, wow, how cool are they? I'll do it. <laughs> Seriously, though, Evan, if you are listening, we would love to have you on the podcast. Just throwing that out there. Just, <laughs> just saying. Um, yeah, what I was thinking of today earlier, because he did release a video today, um, which just makes this super relevant, um, is he just has his... He has his finger to the heartbeat of whatever cultural element that he goes after. So he'll show you, he'll not only like tell you why something's famous or popular or why it's important to know about it. He'll be like, okay, now to just like get down to the heart of this, this is like historically and art, like art history wise or um, government history wise or, uh, you know, just the spirituality of the times. It's like, this is why you need, you need to know this, or this is why it became this big thing. And it's so, it's just, I just finish everyone feeling really good. Yeah. It's also, and that's hugely because of the way he talks, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, it really astounds me that he makes one of those a week and he's the only person making it. One thing I, I like about what YouTube has done is it has, I don't even know if it's, it's not really through YouTube, but they can do the Patreon, which is what he does, where people pledge yeah, amazing. a certain amount of money per video that they release. And so I think that it really gives people like that the opportunity to do it more than just a hobby. It gives them, you know, monetary incentive almost, and it gives them the ability to make more high quality videos. Um, yeah. And I know that one of the podcasts I listen to, Ask Science Mike, he also has a Patreon. And so, like, even for podcasts, you know, he can now sustain himself and do better quality things week to week because he doesn't have to focus on where he's going to get his money. Yeah. Um, and so I like that element of it because if he didn't yeah. have that, he wouldn't have been able to put all that time in to make such a great video. And um Whoever whoever thought of that's brilliant because if you, even if you just apply it, if you just apply it to the uh, oh my god this guy what am I gonna do with this guy I don't know what are we gonna do with each other you know like it's just, this is just so unbearable it's the um, worst let's just apply since we're talking about podcasts and YouTube let's apply it to both of those fields with Patreon um, yeah. if if you don't have Patreon basically those episodes or those shows are are funded. By sponsorships, yes. by viewers, by subscriptions, like those numbers fund it. And if you yeah. don't have those numbers yet, I mean, the nerd writer just went full time on his channel yeah. um, within the within the last six months. So mm -hmm. those numbers were not that high. Like you know, he was getting decent views, but he like took it up as his main source of income, his main job. Something like Patreon is brilliant because you can now. You can now say, like, maybe we're not at those numbers yet, but if this is something that you don't want to see tank, like, you can make that happen, yeah. you know? If this is something that you want to see well-funded, you can actually help make that happen outside of viewing. And, yeah. and if all those people are, you know, geared together, 
bam, you know, like you're actually bringing in a little bit of money every month. It's so I just think it's a genius invention. Genius. <laughs> Brilliant, I say. Brilliant. So, yes. Is who it my do turn? you watch? It is. How long do we have? <laughs> uh, no, I don't Let's watch. Let's talk about your top 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, here we go. Um, no, my YouTube uh, watching has definitely become very different. Yeah, tell, right? tell us what kind of YouTube you watch. Um, That's tough. I I like a mix. I like a mix of kind of the comedy. They're not daily vlogs, but they have like weekly some even have daily videos that are just kind of like stupid stuff. Like they try, um, you know, different types of foods and they, I like that type of stuff with certain people, but then I also like the nerd writer type of stuff. Um, and so I follow yeah. a few of those where it's kind of that more dense, more, um, I don't know, thoughtful. Um, so really here's the list of the people. Um, my number one person that I watch and the only reason I watch him every day is cause he has a video, new video every day. Um, is Shane Dawson. Now, Shane Dawson is not for everyone. I'm going to say that up front. He's, he's a personality. That's for sure. He is a personality. Um, but we have such similar humors that literally anything he says, I just think it's so funny because <laughs> really it just makes me laugh. Cause it's, and what I like about him is he used to be like 400 pounds and he will, he openly talks about this. So I'm not like, yeah. he used to be yeah. very over fat and now he's lost a lot of weight and so he always just like makes jokes about himself he puts himself down (laughs) and i i think it's like what we were talking about last week with comedy like when comedy when they say things that you know isn't socially acceptable we think it's funny and he totally does that he's like very open he makes jokes about himself and i just think it's the funniest Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) and he's so uncensored like honestly it's just so funny so shane dawson um super fruit is another big one um that's uh um mitch and scott from pentatonics okay and i i watched them from the beginning because i i've been a huge pentatonics fan since they were on the sing yeah um and now they have uh, a few million subscribers like they've taken wow. off wow like they're that's awesome they're actually like i mean a popular youtube thing now which is great that's crazy and, and they're amazing they're kind of like us in a sense where they're like they've known each other a really long time they just kind of uh-huh. get each other. They get each other's humor. They just, you know, I mean, pretty much we could do it is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> we could do it, yeah. <laughs> if only we weren't thousands of miles away. Um, but I... <laughs> do, do they post um, daily or is it a weekly? No, or they're is weekly. Or sporadic? Tuesdays. No, okay. they're Tuesdays. Um, like us. Oh, yeah. Oh weird. Um, so, yeah, I watched them. Um, I also nerd writers on my list. Um, there's one called big think that I like that has just a lot of more thoughtful things. They go into like more philosophical existential things. Um, I, su- I subscribe to a lot of popular YouTubers cause there's like the top tier YouTubers. There's Zoella, Joe Sugg, Casper, um, Joey Graceffa. These are the people that like make like millions doing YouTube. They're yeah. the super popular ones. They're the ones that all the teenage girls like go giddy over um, Tyler yeah. Oakley. Um, and so I subscribe to a lot of them. I don't end up watching a lot of them anymore just because since they are so popular now, 
their videos are different, you know, and a lot yeah. of them just aren't interesting. They're pandering. They they are, and a lot of their they have a lot of clickbait titles, which I really don't like, especially when they have so many subscribers. I feel like don't try to clickbait me. I don't, something about that really gets me now. <laughs> um, but um, so I watch some of them sporadically, but um, yeah, my YouTube has I I used to be a I used to like vlog vloggers a lot, but now yeah, eh. same. Um, oh, there's one. Um, his name's Marky Miller. I watch him too. Um, and he has, I think, maybe 500,000 subscribers. So he's still kind of lower, but he makes really good quality videos as well. So, And his are more vlogs. What's his name? Mark E. Miller. I thought you said Murky Miller. And I was like, that's such a good username. Murky. He should change it to Murky Miller. I'll let him know. <laughs> yeah, tell him if he ever becomes a rapper. He could be like, Marky Miller in the house. That's the siren. That was actually really good. Thank you. I've been working on that sound, John. Too good. I'm trying to think if there's anything right. I don't think there's really anything... Nope. I think it's interesting that you mentioned how, like, um, yeah, they sort of just do, f- like, one of the channels that you talked about. You were like, yeah, they sort of just do, like, some funny stuff. They'll do, like, challenges or they'll just goof off. And that comes back to that whole, like, you just want to see characters. Like, you want to see yeah. these people. Oh, and it doesn't gosh. matter what they do. Shane, Shane is the best character. <laughs> you he- know, what's funny about Shane is Shane is, like, an outrageous comedy. Like, I can't watch an outrageous comedy by myself. I need to invite somebody over. Like, you and me get together. We watch a playlist of Shane Dawson stuff. I'll have a great time. You will. I can't sit down and watch it by myself. Oh, my gosh. I just, I, 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 I clearly I don't have words because it's just so funny. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is that John loves Shane Dawson and my little sister loves Shane Dawson. And they'll both, like, send me similar things. I'll laugh at similar things. or yeah. And it's just, it's so funny to me. So I'm a... I'm um, but, a teen girl, is what he's saying. <laughs> You're a what? <laughs> I'm a teen girl. Um. Well, what's really funny is that uh, if you ever hung out with my little sister, you would probably just, like, kick it, I, you know, because she, she I'm has sure. that sense of humor. Yeah. Um, one one of the, the kindergarten teachers I work with, um, her daughter uh-huh. and her friend were, before school, were watching YouTube. And I walked, I walked in and they were like, oh no, oh no. And they paused it and it was Miranda Sings. And I was like, girl, I watch all this. Do not pause. <laughs> I think we need to finish this video together. And they were fifth graders. So I was like, you know, my people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were fifth graders. So I was like, it's fine. We get along. We it's hang fine. out after we get school. It. I'm very relevant. Um, so. Yeah. You're into it. Yeah. Um. No, but Shane, yeah, by Shane the way, has a Miranda ton of Sings subscribers. Is hilarious. I can only take so much of this. But Shane, he is like, I think he may be at 8 million now. Well, what I think's great with Shane, I admire this a lot about him, is that not only is he a forerunner to YouTube, like he was yes. there when it started. He's been and doing he's it. Been, 
he has been rocking it. Like and you he's could not evolved, count how many too. videos he's made. That's the other thing I was gonna say. Like, not only has he been there forever, like he was on it when it started, he changed. He figured out like what people wanted yeah. to see more of. And when he started YouTube, people weren't looking for the vlog uh no. uh mentality or activity. And now he posts regularly, like very regularly, because that's the way that people want to see it now, you know? Daily. He posts daily. Um That's what I meant. I was gonna yeah. say something else about Shane Dawson. Can you can we just stop and think about how amazing it is that he posts daily? Like what? Yeah. That I is think he's he I think he makes insane. several videos like a day and then posts them sporadically cuz th- he must. He does cuz he wears a lot of the same shirts. Lol. <laughs> lol, lol. Oh, you think he'd I have w- you think he'd have the uh the mentality to be like, "Ooh, I should no, change my shirt." He makes fun of himself the next video. all the time. Like, that's true. I mean, self-deprecation is a huge part of his humor, so it's like oh that's fine. Goodness. He could be like, it's "I wore this shirt in the humor. last video," and just freak out, you know. He's so funny, and he has a podcast too that I I'm obsessed with. So, I was actually about to say, like, he should really start a podcast. Oh no, he has one, and it's he's way ahead of me. It's which very makes sense because he's a forerunner, right? I think Anyways. I would listen to his podcast before I watched his YouTube, so I should listen to a few episodes and see what I think. Yeah. He is a co-host. They, um, I, I was I was going to go into the history of his podcast, and then I realized it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you know, two years ago. Uh, so um, two years ago, they had this idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Apple presentation. Right. Introducing the Shane Dawson podcast. Yeah, we totes can. I also said YouTube. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Wow. Hashtag, hashtag wow. the struggle, you know? like Maybe we shouldn't focus on it. Oh, okay. Um, should we move on? So, yeah, we should. So for this next topic, I want to introduce it with um, something that happened to me oh. today that I was thinking about on my uh, way home. Okay. I um. So I love hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are so cool. And mm-hmm. they are beautiful, and they blow my mind when I see them. Yes. And and they are one of those things in nature where I'm just like, wow, God is cool. Like, I think that every time I see a hummingbird, um, the neighbors have this bird feeder. And it's sort of like more of a liquid than like a food thing. Mm-hmm. And, and a hummingbird discovered it one day, right? So this hummingbird was like, oh hell yeah, this is perfect for me. And so like sometimes I would come out of, you know, I would be on the way to work and I'd walk out of my apartment and I'd see the bird feeder and I'd see the hummingbird and I was like, yes, hummingbirds. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, like give them a high five. You're like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kill him because that's what would happen, John. Anyways. Whoa. (laughs) If you high-five a hummingbird, he will die. That's a warning to everybody. Please don't high-five the hummingbirds. You are cutting down my spiritual interactions. <laughs> that escalated, um, and you need to continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he goes and he tells his other hummingbird friends, yo, there's a sick-ass bird feeder over here. More hummingbirds come to it. Oh, and... I didn't know you spoke hummingbird. That's weird. Yeah, I do. Cool. Cool, bro. So now, 
So now it's at the it's at the point where every time I leave my apartment and every time I come back, I see a gaggle of hummingbirds in the near proximity. Like yes. they're flying around the area. Some are like planted on the the spot where the liquid is, and then they'll like fly away when I get too close, and then they'll fly back after I walk by. And I'm really upset about it because hummingbirds were such a precious sight until this damn bird feeder. And and now I'm like, yep, there's the hummingbirds. And I'll catch myself and I'll be oh. like, there's the hummingbirds, Mathis. That I used to love hummingbirds. The hummingbirds, yeah, hummingbirds are profound to you. Like they're like bees. How does it even work? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The bees. And they're they're beautiful. <laughs> Shut up. And they're beautiful they're beautiful birds and they're so cool and they're so small and they're so fragile and and now I'm just like, all right, there's the hummingbirds. And I'm, I don't even want to think that way. But I think that, that that speaks to the human condition in the sense of how quickly something that's so mystifying can become so uh, dull. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, and that story only has somewhat to do with what we're going to talk about. I was going to say, was do, you wanna, about it. do you want to lead into the topic? I bring the story up, uh, one, because I think it's... Uh, Important not to not lose the magic, which we talk about a yes, lot on this show. So I just want to tell people, don't lose the magic. Even, don't lose it, guys. Even when it's like a hundred hummingbirds and you're like, I, I don't want to always get out of the my hummingbirds. way. <laughs> yeah, you just start swatting them and they <laughs> fall over and die. Um, but we're talking about animals. <laughs> and we are talking about whether animals have souls. And yeah. I kind of, you know, I kind of have to give my story because... John has more of an opinion on this, I think, than I do. So oh. I just wanted to speak a lot before he speaks yes. a lot. <laughs> thank, thank you for your honesty, and um, thank you for your story. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thanks, teacher John. You're welcome. You're welcome, student. Okay, so, John, why do you want to talk about this? Tell us about I just it. thought it was an interesting topic because um, I specifically remember in college I had the opposite view that I did not think animals had souls whatsoever. I, and maybe, mm -hmm. maybe we should define so, well, I guess I'm not, I don't know, but I did not think they did. They, <laughs> I did not think they did. Um, but now right. I do. Now I think there's something to say on whether or not it's a human soul. And maybe I'm very open to the idea that there's different types of souls. Um, and maybe it's not like a, you know, a human soul of sorts. But I think that there's <laughs> something in animals that lives on. And I think there's something in animals that is much more connected to the universe than we give them credit for. And the only reason I think that is because of the connection I've had with certain pets that we've had. You know, there's just, I find it so interesting that, I see. that you know, in our society, at least American society, um, people hold pets higher than actual humans like yeah if, which is terrible it is but what i'm but it's trying to say is like there's a reason that we have such a connection with them and i want to know what that is and personally i think it has to mean that there's some type of they're connected to that bigger thing in this universe that we talk about i just don't know in what way um, and it seems silly to me that we would have these living things and they wouldn't be 
I think it's naive for us to say as humans that we're the only things that live on after death. I just think it's silly. So do you think that animals live on? Um, I do. I do. And are they in like a, a heaven sort of environment? Like maybe not by the book heaven, but in like a... Like I do a not new know place with us, or are they just uh, on their Maybe. own? Yeah, and I mean, who's go? to say that there's not a different type of heaven in quotes for that type of soul? Jaffiel, interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I do Here's... actually. I just oh, I'm sorry. Would you like to go? No, go ahead. No, go I ahead. actually that does bring up an interesting topic of whether or not. Maybe there's different types of heavens. Interesting. How do you feel about it that? It is interesting. I don't know. Um, it's hard to say. I haven't really thought a lot about it. Maybe we should say different types of afterlife. Because I think heaven, there things get... Then when you say afterlife, people can put their own labels to it. When we say heaven, that's a label. Oops. Well, afterlife is a label, too. It's just a lot more vague. <laughs> okay. You're right. <laughs> um, I guess uh, going back to animals before I, I mentioned that, I think that what's really astounding to me is how much intuition like an animal has. Yes. Like animals figure things out or they sense things that is really amazing. And I don't know how that works at all. They're connected to something. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, it, maybe it's not so much soul as like how I would define a soul, but I think that there is some kind of connection to, to the world that they have because of that. And in even the, um, the protection or like the protective elements Mm-hmm. of like dogs like one of the dogs in my family for example is incredibly protective like he um he will um uh what am i trying to say he will like do rounds in the middle of the night and like check the doors and things like he'll go lay by the front door for a few hours he'll go lay somewhere else in the house for a few hours mm-hmm. like all throughout the night hours and it's because it's because he's like watching out for the family and it's like such a it's such an emotional thing. Like he, he has connections to, to what's happening around him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Can I, can I tell a story when you're done? I actually just thought of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I don't know how much more I have because like, <laughs> I, I know, just, I, when, when we started, I was like, yeah, I don't think animals have souls, but to unpack that a little bit more, um, I think that they do have something that's a little beyond a plant. You know what I mean? Like there is emotional. Yeah. I mean, even plants kind of have like a, that's another topic, but I could, um, I could get into it. I would. I know you could. That's why I was like, maybe, maybe I'll just stop. Maybe right we should. But, yeah. there, but I, I think that there is, there is something, uh, deeper. I wouldn't say it's unnoticed. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's unnoticed. It's deeper. Uh, because I think people notice it. They just don't connect that dot any further. Like, 
wow, my dog just protect me or mm-hmm. protected me. And I was like, yeah, it's not a, it, you know, like if you were to take that one step further, it's like this dog really knows what's going on. This dog understands right. its life. It understands the world in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you can tell your story. Okay. Um, well, two things. First of all, I want to say that another thing that always um, intrigues me about animals is they can tell when they're going to die sometimes. Like you hear of stories where like dogs go and they go like under a deck and then they die. And we actually had one of our cats. I didn't think about it until like way later because this happened when I was in seventh grade, but it went down to the basement and died and the cat never went down to the basement. Um, And so like they kind of have like this intuitive feeling like they know that their time is ending. And I find that so cool. Um, But now going into something different, um, I remember one time there was, I was alone in the house and this was with our second round of cats. We've had three rounds of cats. Um, So we had our first one that was born and then, yeah. So this was our second round. Um, There was at one point I was in our living room and both cats were staring up at the corner of the room. Like they were both staring like with fear in their eyes. It was so weird. Like they were looking and then they'd like go away and they'd look again like in sync at like at a corner of the room. Like there's nothing there, but they were both like looking and then going a little and then looking and then they sprinted away. And I was just like, first of all, what is in this house? (laughs) But second of all, like it was just so weird that they did it in sync. Like whatever they were watching, they were seeing the exact same thing. They were reacting the exact same way. Um, and that's about my story. So I wonder if, you know, animals, you know, they can just see a different dimension than we can. I mean, their whole like view of the universe is much different than ours. I mean, ours is based on what we can see with our eyes. um, And who's to say theirs isn't based. I mean, they see things so differently. It'd be interesting to see what they can see um, through their lens. Um, Yeah, that's about it. It's so it's interesting. Um going off of that how in a lot of horror movies like the dog knows what's coming you know what i mean yes it's always like growling or barking and there's nothing there and like the children are like what are you barking at sparky and the dog's like growling like yes (laughs) exactly (laughs) like there's something here for us there's something bothering us there's something that you guys can't see um and I, I wonder if they, like, implement that not only because it does happen, but it's because, like, it is this belief in something, like, um, something that we are not totally in, attuned to, you know? Can it's I, like a, I, I want to share one more st- quick story. And it's going to yeah, sound go for so it. silly, but I remember this is one of the key so things. So just like every other story you me- tell. <laughs> exactly. But this, I remember this was uh, <laughs> monumental, I would say, and me thinking that changing there's your something mind. more to, yes. And it, it's going to sound so silly, and I know people are going to laugh, but I don't care. So I was going to get in the shower, and there was an earwig in the shower. Okay. You guys know, you know what earwigs are? Do you have those in LA? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was going to do what I usually do with bugs in the shower, wash that down the drain. Um, but when I turned yeah. on the water the earwig in fear was like trying to like climb up the tub. Like you could just tell it was just, it was trying to get away 
from the danger that, you know, it didn't want to die, essentially. Like, it had the consciousness enough to know that this water, if I got in this water, I would go and I would die. Like, it had that sense. And I remember thinking, if that insect has that sense, that, that higher level consciousness of being like, this is danger, and if I interact with this danger, my life will end. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's a person. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So you, I, just, I you just, just, but what I'm, but what I'm trying to say is like, it showed that there's something more to insects and animals. Like there, there just has to be something more to them than they're just these robots that interact with us on a daily basis and then just die and go nowhere. I mean, maybe we die and go nowhere, but yeah. I'm saying, you know, there, there's a connection Anyways, that's my story about the earwig. Um, I hope everyone connected to it um, on a spiritual level. Well, <laughs> I think that's interesting <laughs> because what I hear most from that story is that not so much that he knows he's going to die, but he knows he knows that something's wrong. He definitely knows something's wrong. It was like and, the flight or fight, and I'm, the flight, fight or flight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And who would have thought an earwig yeah, would have really that? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean. And then <laughs> you want to hear, <laughs> I forgot this part of the story. I got um, a little oh um, my God. paper Here cup, and I saved it because I didn't want to die. And I remember uh-huh. thinking, like, I'm going to take a shower, so I'm just going to put it in the sink, and I'll get it later. And then I remember I didn't get it later. When I came back, someone had squished it in the sink. <laughs> no. <laughs> How did like, you forget that part of the story? That's the punchline, John. It's so it was so funny, and I was like, "I will save Devin. your soul." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, little Devin t- didn't make it. He didn't make it, guys. Rest in peace, Devin. Um, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I don't even know how to wrap this up. This is the most. Uh, this these is the har- this is epi- another one of those past hard moments. Two episodes have been hard to wrap up. It is not Christmas time. <laughs> we cannot have. wrap this in a present. No, we cannot. It is not a season's greeting. That's for sure, John. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. But you know, you yeah. know, it's summer. You know, summertime. You know, I will. I I will give you. Um, I I do believe that there is something more because cool. because of that sort of mentality. I'm not yeah, but and I'm not know, here to convince you what it is. that they have souls. Yeah. I'm just here to I'm here to convince the world that there's something more to them. Oh, this actually leads into a bigger point. <laughs> and we need to treat them better. And that could mean also with how we eat them and how we treat them. We don't have to get into that now. That will be for a later date. But that also in my mind that's how my mind goes. It's like if they are connected to something, should we be treating them the way we do? Should we be eating them? Anyways, let's end on that note, on that pleasant high note. <laughs> I was like, why would you do that, John? <laughs> do I smell bacon? You're just like, um, okay, let's end this. First off, uh, should we eat animals? Uh, second off, the end. <laughs> let's talk about the moral compass of animal rights. Um, do you have a joke? No, I don't. Um, yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah. But I actually I do want to talk about that because we'll talk about it in like a few months. Animal rights? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's a bigger topic. I Yeah, it is a bigger topic. I don't know where do we go for closure with animals having souls? What would oh, be your don't. final thought? My final thought would be my final thought that would just be that they're connected to something. Yes. They are connected. Yes. I I do believe that and I feel like and most I think people that could it is. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that animals do speak a lot to the magic of the world in the same yeah. way that those the hummingbirds do to me. Like I do get right. stuck in my my you know my treads where I'm like it's just a hummingbird because of now the current condition of having hummingbirds everywhere but when I really stop and I I go back to the hummingbird I'm like that's remarkable like they're crazy and just yeah birds in general I mean you could take it down any route with animals but like birds are insane like just especially when they're in a flock and you see them like moving like a wave oh my goodness that gives me chills every time because yeah, you know, like it's, it's like eerie, they're com- but it's beautiful, and they're communicating some way. Like I don't think there's one being like, "Let's all go to the left," you know. Like there's some like <laughs> connection there's, through them. There's some sort of yeah. There's some sort of connection so to where they're going and how they move. And yeah, I totally agree. Oh my gosh, look at us. We're philosophical. Yeah, I mean. Do animals have souls? I don't know, but are animals really cool and are they really connected to the world and are they Hell freaking yeah. remarkable? Yes. Yes to that. Um, yes, please. <laughs> okay, let's we'll wrap it two. up. <laughs> we'll take two um two animals. You. Yeah, do you want to uh, wrap this up for us? Yeah, yeah, let, let me. Um So, you can you can uh, send us thoughts that you have on this episode, and you can send us thoughts that you want us to go into for the next episodes uh, yeah, at do at gmail.com. <laughs> That's H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-E-U at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us. It's been really cool getting a few tweets from different people and being able to talk about those on the podcast. That's been a nice little addition, and that's such a like conversational way to reach out to us, like a very, like, just quick comment yeah. that we can refer to. So that's been cool. Uh, and our Twitter handle is at hello and to do. Uh, and then you can rate review, subscribe to us on iTunes, help other people uh, find the podcast. Um, yeah, this has been a, a really fun episode. I, yeah. I liked the animals uh, topic more than I thought I would. So yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, any final words for the earwig? Yes. Yeah, save the earwig. <laughs> we need to make shirts <laughs> save the earwig <laughs> this has to be a thing i just love how you were like yeah save the earwig and then i was like any final words you're like yeah save the earwig those aren't the final words <laughs> i leave that with uh, them yeah that's gonna yeah anyways that's all i do math <laughs> okay. Great. Yes. I bid you an adieu, John. Adieu.